0: Okay. thank you for talking to me um oh, in you know, a bit of a strange not strange but um esoteric and exotic um niche of the investment world um you do whiskey uh, specifically uh, t- t- tell me a bit about um the, the space um so i guess you know
1: It's actually not, it's it's another, I would say, alternative asset investment class, if you will. People have been collecting wines and arts and coins, furnitures, um, jewelry, diamonds. I mean, those are things that people invest in, if you will. So whiskey just happens to be another asset class that people have been looking at for the past five years. Um, So yeah. Like I myself, with, along with my three other business partners, will have been in this whiskey investment world for coming to six years now, since 2014.
0: Yeah, you didn't um, start out in whiskey, right? Um, you started out in banking. And then, as you say, you finally <laughs> just came to whiskey three, four years ago. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Talk to me about that about the transition.
1: Um, I've always, I guess I've always liked investment, you know, that's what I do for uh, my family office. And so that's what I studied back in school. I did corporate finance and then I was in banking for two and a half years, uh, then moved on to, uh, I guess, if you will, the consumer uh, luxury industry. Um, and I found the, the I guess, the space of whiskey investing to be quite fascinating. Like, you know, it's like you could drink your whiskey and still make money. Technically, you're drinking for free or drinking to make money. So that's when I found it fascinating. And compared to other asset classes, um, I see the reality of it, of the fundamental of supply and demand and how the scarcity itself is beyond I guess it's more compared to um, the rest, uh, the le- the rest of the collectibles, if you will. Know.
0: Okay, so um, how how is whiskey investment different from wine investment? Because that's in a way related, but much more established in, in certain respects.
1: Yes. So wine, So when you when you talk about wine investment, wine actually um, they. I mean, every chateau or a winemakers will produce a batch every single year more or less but it depends on distilleries and the weather or whatever i mean sorry the wine um, the winemakers themselves but for whiskey because whiskey has to be aged in barrels or casks, so for 18 year old the liquid will have to be in the cast for 18 years before you could bottle it because whiskey actually stop aging once you bottle so that is time investment itself. And, you know, what we will be able to distill today, you are not going to see the result of it for, you know, a long period to come. That's why there are a lot of distilleries that are not willing to age this whiskey for so long because they need a cash flow. And I think, you know, put in comparison, you're talking about like there's thousands of wine, of vineyards in the world, right? And then when it comes to like whiskey, there is not even a thousand so hence the supply and then the demand of it is also you know by actually it, it, you can't even quite compare it because we're looking at very different
0: so to the investor how does one get into the wide wacky world of risky investing
1: <laughs> how does it um i guess you do need um somewhat of a, or I mean a lot of research and you need it's best that you have an expert with you honestly I think we I I personally got lucky because um one of my business partners uh happens to be the former master distiller for McAllen and then he was the rare whiskey director for Delmore so having him on our team makes like the collecting a lot easier
0: so what did he tell you to get you so um, excited about whiskey investing? Because, um, I mean, anyone can go and buy some, you know, Hibiki or or Yamazaki, you know, three years ago, or any of the, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, any of the uh, Scottish um, PT whiskeys from, I don't know, whatever, Port Charlotte or whatever, from, say, five years ago, and you would be in the money already, right? Um, and some people say you buy right. some Taiwanese whiskey today. Uh, it's about to make money, right? So, so, so. What are the dynamics involved in the whole world of risky investing?
1: Um, I think it comes down to scarcity. So anything that's limited edition, um, you know, when you buy a bottle, then if you see if it's from a single cast bottling, so, you know, usually it's actually bottle. um, It is bottle number one out of, you know, they say 150 bottles. So meaning there are only 150 bottles of that ever produced. And you're holding one of the bottles, one of the 150 bottles. So that's very important. H is very important. So um, you know, when you say 30 year old, like there is not going to be another batch of 30 year old another 30 years from now. So you want to buy the older stuff. And I think what I would actually emphasize is um, look for something that is, I would say, old and rare will be the highlight. But also be very careful to where you source the bottles, right? Like so, you need to know. Um, the sourcing um, has to be like, it has to be a valid source. Like you can't just go You know, buying from auction houses. I would say you're safe majority of the time. There are some occasions where the fake ones are so good. Okay. So yeah, that's another.
0: So um, obviously it's, it's not a, it's not a small game, right? Uh, obviously when you go in and invest in whiskey, um, you don't want to just be buying one, one bottle or one case. Um, is, is that right? Is that an assumption which is correct or, or can, you, can you still play small or can you, must you only yes. play?
1: I think, I mean, you can start, I mean, it's literally like buying shares in the stock market if you will, right? Like you could buy two shares of, I don't know, Diageo, right? Or you could buy 10,000 depending on capacity but if you're looking to, I think it's, if you're looking for a significant return, of course, you have to go in with a bigger amount but I would encourage anyone who's like, Interested in starting in risky investment to at least start with like ten thousand pounds. Like that would be you know just the minimum to start. Ten
0: thousand pounds sterling. Yes. Okay. So so what what does ten thousand pounds sterling get you?
1: Ten thousand pound you could get actually a fairly young cost, a small cost. Um, You know maybe uh, an eight euro. I'm gonna say like. You know, like maybe an eight year buna haben for example, like around there, and you can age it for another twelve years and make it twenty euro and then you bottle it, right? Because twenty so another twelve years it would be a twenty euro buna haben today will probably I'm trying to see on top of my head maybe two uh, three times at least three times your money?
0: okay, so you you're gonna get three hundred percent. Over the next 10 years, typically. Yeah. So that would be about 30% a year. Yeah. So how, how, how reliable is that uh, return on investment? Uh, what are the risks? Is this weather so, a risk? Is um, distillery uh, management a risk? Is, um, I don't know, is um, foul play a risk?
1: Um, I what would are insurance costs? What
0: are What other costs are involved? Insurance costs...
1: Um, uh, so a few things so warehousing right so if you buy it or you know buy but you buy it from a distillery for or a a secondhand market if you will um, then you literally will have to i guess like store this cost somewhere right so i guess warehousing will be number one uh, insurance will be your another cost and then potentially getting the warehouse to help you monitor the process the, the process, the aging process of the cast will be on their expense. Um yeah, but pretty much that's like your major like majority of the maintenance goes into that. Um the risk, I mean of course you can buy insurance to cover like if there's any fire at the warehouse, whatnot. Um and I mean the premium is really not that much is I mean I don't know on top of my head like if you because usually when you, for us to buy insurance, we already buy an umbrella insurance to cover the entire warehouse. But as an individual, I mean, getting a quota, I would say like, let's just say you, this value is £10,000 and you want to you insure it for £20,000 and you just, pay, like the premium is like 0.2% plans, VAT or whatever um, for the insurance. So it's really not that much. And storage in Scotland is also very reasonable.
0: So a holding period of ten years is that typical or or is that ideal? And and then if if it's a ten year holding period, um, are you are you locked into the ten year or can you come out at any time?
1: You can come out at any time. You you can always. This is why I also mentioned second hand market. Meaning, let's say you you buy an eight euro cast and buy you know by like twelve you know when the cast is twelve euro you say okay. Is this is good to age for another five years, but I want out. So you can actually sell your cast to someone else and someone can continue aging the cast. Or someone else is like, this 12 tastes amazing. I want to just bottle it and sell back in the market. They could do that as well. So there's no definite, but what you want to look, look out for is the ABV, or which is the alcohol percentage from the cast. So if it you know, let's say sitting at 45%, then this is when you know you want to bottle because in Scotland, you have to bottle the whiskey above 40%. So okay. you don't want it to go under. Yeah. I see, I
0: see. Okay. And how liquid is the market? Can you, uh, are there a lot of buyers and sellers?
1: Um, there are definitely a lot of buyers and sellers. So just give you a high level, I think. Uh, so 2019, uh, the total number of bottles sold at auction was at 143,000. Um, and that was 33% higher than uh, 2018 number. So this is like how many bottles that were transacted in the UK. One, right? okay. And then, yeah, when you talk about but, uh, value, uh, that 143,000, Bottles were valued at 57.7 million pounds, pound sterling. So, so this how, is just like the market size in the UK auction market. So how does
0: whiskey investment um, compare relative, relative to other, um, you know, alternative assets? An alternative could mean uh, Bitcoin, could mean gold, yep. could mean silver, could mean uh, arts. You know, how, how does it compare in terms yes. of resilience and, and inflation hedging?
1: Um I think so there there is no correlation. Um the I mean gold and gold is actually up quite high. Um I think January to April's number like gold was up 12.7 percent and whiskey was up 3.54 percent and you know like the Hang Seng and the Dow Jones and you know crude oil itself, everything else is down, right? And crude oil is Brand crude itself is down 53%. So, in terms of that, you can see that actually with the COVID and everything, there's no correlation between the equity market and the commodities versus um, whiskey. And I think another thing is, you know, to highlight is that because it's a consumable, it's different from Bitcoin, different from um, art where you can't consume. So, whiskey is like, we have, let's say, like a point, a, a, the example of 150 bottles in the world. If I were to drink one bottle today, means there are only 149 bottles left. So, <laughs> meaning, sometimes, you know, when you talk about, you know, I, I, people love because it's like, okay, well, if I don't drink it, I was like, yeah, you won't drink it. Doesn't mean someone else is like thinking that this is a good investment. So they won't drink it either, right? So I might see this as like a very rare bottle. Someone is like, oh, this tastes so good, let me finish two bottles of it tonight. So, and but those people are gonna drive up the value. So and it's a little bit different compared to the As other asset classes that you pointed out.
0: Okay. Um so so lastly, what, what kind of people invest in whiskey? And what are some of the key trends are you seeing now in the world of whiskey investing?
1: Um so I would say that people When we first started, um, our observation is uh, mainly whiskey lovers, people that love their whiskey because, um, yeah, of course, I mean, they also started with wine and then moved on to whiskey, I would say a majority of them. Um, And then I guess nowadays I see people investing more in whiskey costs instead of bottles. They buy into entire casks, and the aging potential and the growth potential cost is actually a lot higher. So that it's like, I wouldn't say the trend, but I, I guess people are understanding the market a little bit better and then moving away from bottles to cast. But of course, bottles are still very good value. I mean, you know, the auction prices have gone crazy. Um, I don't know if you follow. So the, the most expensive bottle sold was October 2019 at Sotheby's uh, in the UK for 1.2 million pounds. It was like a 1926 60 euro old McCown. So that was like, yeah. So what are some of the key trends
0: in terms of um, Scottish versus Japanese versus Taiwanese versus smoky versus PT versus whatever, whatever, Speyside, you know, light and easy, aromatic, you know, I don't know a lot about whiskey, but I, I know there's, there's different countries and different tastes.
1: Yes. Um, are, you, are you asking from an so, investment standpoint? or From an investment from standpoint.
0: Like a- Okay. What, are buy- um, what are buyers going for?
1: I would say buyers are looking for, you know, highlighting anything that's limited edition. Um, you know, single cask bottling will be the most desirable. Single so cask anything- bottling. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how
0: does that work? So you buy a, a single cask bottle. So, you,
1: so if you're an investor, you buy a cask. Is that right? Yes, you could do that. Or what you, you know, all you, all you could do is when there's, you know, when you, when you look in a market, let's say McAllen are so, so many like different kind of, well, I'm just putting up McAllen out there because it's people, it's a lot easier for people to understand. So you can see McCallum 30 year old and uh, that is what we call bottling, uh, vetting bottling, right? So meaning it comes from like maybe five different casts of 30 year old McAllen. So you got thousands of bottles of McAllen 30. When you say single cast, meaning so this particular cast, it only yield maybe 200 bottles. So this McAllen 30 from this cast has only 200 bottles. So that became very, very limited. So this is what you're, you know, what you're after. First off, it's original but only for McAllen and it's from that particular cast means that only 200 bottles in the world, meaning the prices will be higher, but it is also very unique to this 200 bottle, 200, I guess, whoever that buys this 200 bottles are the very few owners in the world instead of the thousands of bottles from the vetting.
0: Okay, that was fascinating. Um, I'll be sure to put your details in the description below, but uh, thank you for talking to me, Lihua. That was yeah, a huge no pleasure. Problem. Okay, thanks. Thank you.